growth stocks back from the dead in a big rally, but our next guest, Dan Ives here, of course, has said that they're always very much alive. He's a managing director of equity research at Wedbush Securities. And Dan, um, recalling our conversation from March 10th when the uh, NASDAQ was trading well, about uh, 100 points uh, lower, uh, your point was, hey, this thing's still got a ways to go. Sorry, about 1,000 points lower. The thing's got a ways to go. And so I guess that means we're on our way to a breakout then. Look, I mean, my thesis which has been multi-year, you know, over the last, call it, seven, eight years, I believe tech is in a transformational re-rating. So just because there's inflation fears between now and 2023, and the 10-year goes up 30 bips, it doesn't change what's happening in terms of fundamentally. It's $2 trillion of digital transformation spend. And I continue to believe it, as we've talked about, you know, I think there's a misnomer relative to growth falling off a cliff as work from home tails off across broader tech. Dan, can we get a new high in the NASDAQ and a new high in bond yields? Because bonds sure have been quiet. They haven't gone anywhere since our last conversation either. Oh, I think it's a matter of when, not if, we see a new high in NASDAQ. And, you know, I think what I'm starting to see from institutional investors is risk on trades, you know, especially going into areas like cybersecurity, software, I think as we go into the second half of the year, I think there's a lot of sort of gems out there that investors are looking at. And I think large cap as well. I mean, I still, I think Apple's the, the Phil Mickelson attack. I mean, continues to get doubted. But yet I think we, you know, as we go forward, that's going to be a continued proving name, $3 trillion over the next year. What about the sell-offs that we're getting on those earnings that we got in this past quarter, Dan? I mean, the number for Apple was just mind-numbingly amazing, and yet we're still down here at $127. Should we not put more emphasis on the price action when it goes the opposite way of what one would think, given the fundamentals? Yeah, look, I could say, you know, 21 years doing this, like this earnings season was probably one of the top three head-scratchers that I've just because of the earnings, how strong they were, and the reactions to stock, you know, good news ultimately became bad news. Bad news became, you know, horrific news. And I believe a lot of these stocks, you know, ultimately shook it off. But I, th- I think as we go into the June quarter, September, and we will look into next year, numbers are going to go higher. I think 10 to 15% across tech. And also, I think a, a more of a re rating as the risk on trade resumes. So, so I view this more of a head fake rather than the start of a negative trend. Let's talk some Tesla here in this mix. Uh, Dan, uh, last time we spoke, you described it, and this was a much more recent conversation about the fork in the road kind of coming up for Tesla, uh, mostly centered on your view of China as being the top most important thing, more important than the Bitcoin story. But another one you said kind of added maybe a little bit of volatility around this trade. What do you think uh, over the last uh, week here or so, starting with the one report that said China was thinking about uh, uh, some of the government compounds uh, were banning Tesla cars. Is there any uh, truth to that from your research or any uh, importance from that we need to watch? I mean, we could talk for an hour about conspiracy theories with Tesla and China for the last five years, right? And, and, and I think it continues to be. I mean, next year, it's going to be 40% of deliveries for, for Tesla. And now I do think April was a disaster number ship shortage, competition, 
it's kind of come from all angles. Some of it's self-inflicted in terms of Musk, Bitcoin, and what's really been a U-turn and, and just a frustrating situation. But with that said, I think far as through the trees, it's about the green tidal wave. And I think it's the best way to play EV along with the ecosystem that's starting to get built more and more across the suppliers, raw material, and, and, and battery players. Dan, in your analysis of Tesla, how important is understanding what they paid for Bitcoin. Have you backed through that? Do you know what their rough break-even price is on Bitcoin after they sold Look, some mean, of it? We've estimated it somewhere in the in the thirty-five to 38000 range. Okay. Um, and, and, and I think, to put context, I mean, they had over a billion-dollar gain on paper. And, and, and now, you know, you could argue that, that they start to actually be using money on it. And, you know, Combined with the Musk U-turn and what we've seen, it's a frustrating point. It added noise at a time that investors are jittery. Mm-hmm. This is not a year ago where it's champagne and roses for the Tesla story. So that's why I think there's a lot of frustration. You're seeing some of telling. Do you expect uh, uh, this to be a, a big part of the next uh, earnings? I mean, uh, given that the revenue they generated from it last time? Well, I think right now, I mean, of course, you'll have the tax credits and, and, and the crypto piece, but but ultimately it's really about can they get to 900,000 vehicles? Because when you take all the noise away from the story, that's ultimately what's going to drive Tesla. You know, can they do 1.2, 1.3 you know, million deliveries next year? But no doubt, in the near term, it's been self-inflicted, especially around the crypto. Mm. Is there any risk of regulator pressure or scrutiny on Musk if it turns out that he's been buying and selling Bitcoin around his tweets? Is, how does that factor into this? Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's, I think that, I think that's, that, that's something that's, I think they, they've dotted their eyes across their T's there, right? In, in terms of everything they've gone through. I think the bigger worry is just the back and forth on Bitcoin. It, it's been a roller coaster and it's been frustrating, not just for Tesla investors, but for Bitcoin investors. Musk's the biggest proponent of crypto and Bitcoin, I think what we've seen with the sell-off in Bitcoin, I think I believe it started with Musk comments. China, you know, regulatory and others have added to it, but it's been, um, you know, it's definitely been a frustrating period for Tesla investors, and I think it really just comes down to execution on the green tidal wave. Okay, Dan Ives, thanks for the check-in. As always, more to come and a breakout in the Nasdaq. Inevitable, I believe, was the word. Dan Ives, managing director. Equity Research at Wedbush Securities. Thanks, Dan. When we come back, let's get the chart master in here.